Welcome to the Everyone's a Critic podcast, uh, where we unpack TV shows and films uh, for our pleasure, and um, hopefully with your input as well. Um, my name is Kojo, I'm joined by Queenie. Um, kicking off with TV shows that we saw this week. Queenie, what have you seen this week? What have you been watching? Um, so this week, I... Finally finished um, Ted Lasso, um, season two. So there's only two seasons out and they had like a couple of special episodes. But I can confidently say that Ted Lasso is one of my favourite shows ever. Um, Wow. I simply can't explain how much I love and appreciate this show. Um. It's so happy-go-lucky, but then also nitty-gritty, right? Mm. Um, And I think it balances the two very well, for me anyway. Um, Maybe just because of, like, the way my temperament is. It might not... I know it's not a show that's for everyone, but, like, it has won Emmys. It's been, you know, like, has received a lot of Emmy nominations over the past year. So, like, it's loved by people. Mm. Um, And I can definitely understand, like why why it gets so many Emmys um why it gets so many Emmy nominations mm. um phenomenal show I would highly recommend um I also learned a lot about football because obviously I don't really know much about it um and I think my main motivation for watching it was because like I recently got a job like working in football so mm. I was kind of like this is, would be a fantastic way to not only watch content but also learn more about football which I think it did it did well really well for me um yeah really enjoyed it really liked mm-hmm. it would recommend mm-hmm. definitely would recommend um i also watched episode one of the resort now the resort has your man you see she never remembers the names it has your man from love life Ooh. One William, uh, William something something. Yeah, Harper. William Harper, right? Has your man in it? That was the only reason why I clicked on it because mm. I love him simply. Um, so even though I didn't know his name, but that's by the by. You guys know me by now. I it, names is not something. Ah, uh-uh. uh-uh. sorry, sorry. To me? <laughs> it's William Jackson. <laughs> Will, uh, William Harper Jackson. Is it? Am I? Am I still right? I am still. Wow. Yes, that's why I said William something something. It was in so here. William Jackson Harper. It was in. Oh, like, there we go. Yeah. 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 We made. Sorry. It, we made it. Carry on. That's okay. Um, so the result basically is a story about um, this couple who are on their honeymoon in Mexico. So not honeymoon. It's a ten-year anniversary. It's a big difference. Um, and um, essentially the wife finds a phone and then is spurred on to uncover this um, murder mystery, essentially. Mm. So based on, based on the pilot, based on episode one, um, I'm, I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go back to it, not only because of um, William Jackson Harper, mm-hmm. um, but also because like the story, it kind of flips, it, you know, flips between like um, the person who was missing and then the present day story. So I'm really intrigued to see like what actually happened to this boy, um, who this other, like there's a few other people that are involved in the story as well, but like 
so far I've giggled and I've also been like, oh, that's oh, and it's a comedy. Yeah. It's it's a, yeah, it's a dark. I I reckon I reckon it's probably like a dark comedy. Mm. I don't think it's I don't think it's intentionally supposed to be funny, but um, it definitely has some funny moments. But like, it's definitely not. It's definitely not like your typical murder mystery, especially because like yeah. it's this the mystery has been like uncovered by this married couple. Mm. So it's yeah, it's quite odd. But in her mind, in the mind of of you know of the wife, like she needs meaning. She needs to find meaning. Essentially, is, is honey, it's tough to wrap my head around what this, what this show actually is. I feel like I need to watch it to, to yeah. really like grasp you know, it. It's episode one, so that's also probably why I'm kind of like, I don't okay, true, true. Um, but hopefully, I'll have an update for you soon. Um, I'm currently watching it on Sky, Sky Atlantic, I believe. Um, which probably means it's a HBO show. Oh. Yeah, mm. so that's what I've been watching this week in TV. What about yourself, Kojo? Yeah, it's been it's quite sporadic. I've just been continuing with Better Call Saul. Um, have seen, have seen, have no reason to deviate. <laughs> God, like, there are some other shows I definitely want to get to. Um, there's some shows we've mentioned in the past I wanted to watch or get back to, such as We Own This City mm. and um, uh, The Last Days of Tommy Gray. Um, which I just haven't had a chance to get back to because life, but also, um, yeah, just many, many time. But I've been focusing on Better Call Saul, which is coming out weekly on Netflix. Um, just continuing that see the 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 last season of the show. Um, yeah. We've now reached a point where I think the timelines between Saul Goodman, who was the lawyer um, of Walter White and Breaking Bad, where his story now runs into the main timeline and beyond it so before the series is a prequel on his life and now we've seen you know that his we've seen the prequel we know how he ends up we i mean we we see where he is at the beginning of breaking bad for example now we know how he ends up in that in that position and how he becomes who he is um so yeah all that to say we're really winding down to the end of the show but it's still has a lot to offer um and there's still one very important character who i just don't know what's going to happen to them right now so uh yeah continuing continuing with better course or but other than that that's really it uh, yeah. stranger things question mark someday someday mm-hmm. i'll finish it oh, someday <laughs> i've How, like have you I seen think, I think no, I haven't. Is that can you actually is it is there is there really spoilers out there? Because I'm on episode four. I basically I'm on I'm on I'm at the moment where Max has now been spooked. She's been cursed by uh by Vecna. Vecna, yeah. Th- that's, okay. that's really it. So she's like, oh, I'm gonna die. You know, I need to write this letter down because I'm gonna die. And then right, okay. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. I mean, take your time, but also why? But also take your time. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. Um, films, film, 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 films. Queenie, yeah. we both saw the Grey Man recently. How do you yeah. feel about it? I really liked it. Yeah, me too. I, me too. 
I'll, I'll say, I'll say before, sorry, before you even get into your take. Yeah. No, nah, I really like this film. Sorry, carry on, carry on. I'll, I'll come back to a point afterwards, but, but do, do, do share your thoughts on, on, on what you thought about the great man. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's really the tea. Like, I really liked, <laughs> like, it was so fun for me watching Chris Evans in this role. I actually knew his name. Chris Evans um, in this, like, so, in this psychopathic role mm. um, that you, all, like, laughing at him even feels, like, bad because <laughs> he's actually a psycho. Um but yeah, I really liked it. It was it was like strangely wholesome, um, in like a weird way. Mm. The camera movements were out of this world. Like, I was like, "Yo, is that a bee holding this camera?" <laughs> because the way it's flying right now, it's crazy, dog. I loved it personally. It was also giving me. Um, it seemed it almost seems like it was heavily inspired by Killing Eve, just by like the title like um where it kind of like shows up where they are because mm. that's that's a very like killing eve like thing mm. um but yeah i liked it it was right on my street um it was my kind of humor even though it wasn't you know supposed to be entirely funny um yeah. and it was compelling so i enjoyed it what did you think no, we're we're on the same page. Um, I had a great time in this film. Surprisingly, I thought it was going going to be a generic action film, a generic, generic Netflix film. Generic Netflix, yeah, literally. literally and, it, it, and, it, and it wasn't. Um, I didn't know it was directed by the Russo going into it. Yeah. I didn't know that Chris Evans was in it. I only knew Ryan Gosling was in it. Um, I was really taken back by the cinema cinematography. Yeah. Um, some just the set pieces i mean the use of like smoke um the way i just i just i enjoyed it more than i expected i really didn't enjoy it more than i expected the, yeah, the, the 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 camera operation so they were using drones to do all of that business yeah. um and i remember the first two times i saw that was like what is this yeah what is going on like i was really really taken aback yeah and it was one of those moments where i'm like i need to text my friends and let them know that they need to like my friends who like working um in in in, uh uh, behind the scenes of of, um um some film sets Mm -hmm. um being like you need to watch this film you need to see how they operate this camera but then but then but then there's like 15 other drone shots to follow and i'm like okay well maybe 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 all of the budget didn't need to go on hiring drones for this movie yeah they really like <laughs> they really like the shots but then when they worked they really worked when, so remember exactly scene, um that like it was like near the top of the near the top of the episode where like the, your man ryan goes there and i've got oh six six yeah um he has a task to complete basically um at the very start and he kind of fumbles the bag a bit spoilers i'm sorry um he found the bag a bit and then suddenly goes like rage mode right mm-hmm. and like you know starts just stabbing people up it was fantastic and while they're like in this fighting scene like you see this like little drone shot come through and you're just like wow like, this is actually incredible and like obviously with the set design as well like that whole scene for me like was incredible and i 
all I was thinking was this took days. Yeah. This days. Like, I can't imagine how many times I would have had to reset like those balloons and like, do you know what I mean? Like just little things like that. But you can tell a lot of time and care went into this film. Yeah. Um, what, which was really good. What I'll say is on that note, I want I actually do it would make sense that it took days to shoot, especially scenes like that, because there's so much happening in them. Um, but I, I did see a video with the Russo brothers doing an analysis of the film, and they mention or analysis of their of their films and, and TV shows that they directed as well. And they mentioned in terms of the skills that they've taken from all of the Marvel blockbusters they filmed. Right. The fact that they filmed Infinity War and Endgame, obviously yeah. back to back, with hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of like people involved, um, in front and in front of the camera and be out behind the camera, that they storyboard quite heavily, and right. um, they model, they mo- they model. So in in terms of when they have these huge like set pieces, um, that they they create like these the models and then can kind of like map out okay how are the characters going to move in this space and then oh, allow the VFX designers to do things earlier on because they yeah. know how you know scenes are going to play out. Um, yeah. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it actually didn't take a long amount of time just because they prepared really well because yeah. they dealt with the Marvel machine that they know how to prepare really yeah. really well. Um, yeah. So I wonder about that. Um, but there were also, I, I say, I think I say it took days just because like, there's also, there was so many people in that scene as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, trying to move a herd of people. <sighs> Ciao. <laughs> I used to cry yeah. when I used to have like 20 essays, like uh, supporting our essays. I was just like, nah, like, because you're just like, hey guys, we're going to go now. And it's quiet. No one is listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, I, I Great man, I thought it was really good. So I went to go and rate this film on Letterbox, um, a four out of five. When I thought I was like, this yeah. is a four out of five. You see, yeah. it sounds about right to you in a four out of five. Yeah. So I'm to a rate of four out of five. Letterbox average rating is two point eight. No, this film has not been well received. Really, <laughs> I have never been so far from consensus that I can recall on a recent film that's not like a Marvel film or whatever. Um, Because I was like, oh, I had a great time with this film. And I saw Honest Trailers, Honest Trailers put out, well, on Honest Trailers, um, the YouTube series, kind of, the satire YouTube series um, put out, yeah, a a, a Grey Man video and obviously tearing it apart and everything else. And I was like, I really enjoyed this stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> so go with the flow is so overrated. If you like yeah. a film, you like a film. If you don't like it, then you don't like I it. I did I did readjust my rating when I thought about it critically. I was like, you know what? There are some films I would give a four out of five to because I love them and they're also really well made. This one I'm like, I enjoy it. But when I kind of thought about certain elements of it, I'm like, you know what? In good conscience, I give it a three point five, but I also don't know if that's peer pressure of going there and seeing like two point eight and being like raw. <laughs> but then, but then I I didn't look at other things. I've given a four or five and thought, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, 
In okay, yeah. When you look at yeah, when you kind of compare it to other things that you've seen, then you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as long as that's the reason why you changed it, not because the average rate was two point eight, then <laughs> no, no. I feel like this one. I'm just I've 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 had to accept. I'm like I actually I'm, I enjoy this film. I'm not going to pretend I didn't enjoy it. I had a great time. Yeah. This film it surprised me. Anyway, yeah. but that was a great man. Um, I did see Spiderhead as well, and I know you saw Spiderhead a couple weeks ago. Um, finally got around seeing it. Um, yeah. had a great think? time. Had, had a good time. Had a good time. Had a good time. Had a good time. Right. Yeah, good film. Um, Chris Hemsworth. You know, it was, it, was the, it was performances that really sold it for me in this film. Like Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller, Journey Smollett. Um, yeah, had had a good time with the performances. I thought the premise was fun, but I've seen it many like many times where you have like you know crazy scientists you know, doing experiments on on people. Um, so it didn't really offer anything drastically different in terms of narrative, but the performances were interesting. Um, I enjoyed that. I thought it was, it looked really lovely on screen. So that was quite nice. Um, I'm a Mars Teller fan. So almost anything Mars Teller is in, I think, I'm trying to think where it started. Whiplash was definitely where it crystallized for me because Whiplash is one of my favorite films of all time. So me, I think it started with The Spectacular Now. Shout out to Abigail. Um, Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Abigail, if you're listening, I see you, boo. Abigail's my best friend, and um, we watch the spectacular now, now, and literally, like, I didn't cry. I didn't cry at that silly one, all the four and our stars, but the spectacular now, I said, "You lot are rude. <laughs> you lot are rude. Very, very rude." Mm. Um, perfect teen flick. You know them ones. Mm. I right, to be fair just to get my tear on or whatever yeah haven't but, seen it but but i think i think yeah. it, it, it sums up exactly i don't know what it is about marcella like there's always something about about him at least it definitely for me where i'm like if you're in this it's gonna it's gonna motivate me to watch it it's gonna motivate yeah. me to watch it um, it's also that i mean spiderhead and a great man both feature you know Marvel staples moving on to other projects. Uh, yeah, in Thor and Captain America, I did. I did want to make a point earlier. Finding the roles that Chris Evans is picking post Captain America, I don't want to say they're bad, but I haven't Wait, enjoyed them. He's done. He's, he's done, done Ransom from Knives Out. He had. Oh yeah. Which I liked that. I. Feel like the only person in the world who didn't care about Knives Out. I didn't think it was that good. I can't lie. I did not think it was that good. I like Knives Out. And you, so, so did everyone else. I just didn't. So I, I remember going to watch it and being like, "Oh, you went to go and watch it? Yeah, that was your mistake. That's a home movie." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, That's he, a picked, home movie, bro. <laughs> he, he, he did. He did. He did. Ransom. He did. For example, like if if. If I saw The Grey Man in cinema, I might have a different... Maybe not. Maybe not. If I saw Spider-Man in the cinema, then I might have a different um, thought about what I thought about it. If that if makes you sense. Saw, if you saw what? If I saw Spider-Head in the cinema. Oh. Uh, like, I might be think I might have thought differently about it. Like, yeah. there's some movies that you watch at home. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And there's some movies, like, for example, like, a film like I, I don't know if you've seen *I Origins*. 
yeah that's a home movie no. bro. <laughs> like but so for me Knives Out was a home movie and I loved it fair yeah I don't know I'm not enjoying these roles he's picking he he also had the Red Sea Resort which was so the Red Sea Diving Resort which was a, a, a decent film had um had uh, Michael K. Williams in it actually um oh. spy thriller uh Chris Evans as an as an Israeli agent who basically attempts to um, rescue Ethiopian Jewish refugees from Sudan into safe haven in Israel. This came out in 2019, yeah. So he, he I don't know, he's sticking to this kind of spy. I mean, again, Knives Out wasn't really a spy film, to be honest. Anyway, I just haven't really I loved it, the roles he's been playing. Um, Is this his bid to be James Bond? God no. <laughs> God no. Anyway, you think was, um, uh, Ray- Reagan, Reagan. Try again. You know, um, the guy from Bridgerton, Reggie. Oh he... yeah. Do you think this was his his? Because everyone was like, "Oh yeah, he should be the next James Bond." Uh... Uh... That's a firm no from Kojo. It's not a firm no. I just, I don't know. I can't. I just wish he wasn't wearing glasses. I need to, to see more. I need to see more from him before I make that call. I need to see more from him, I think. It's yeah. Hard to say. That role was, it was quite superficial, wasn't it? Yeah. It's hard to say. Um, but. James Bond does as well. To say yeah. So. But anyway. Spiderhead, good stuff. Greeny, good rec. Good rec, good, good recommendation. Because I, I think, I, w- I mean, I wanted to see it anyways, but then when you spoke about it, it made me want to see it even more. But yeah, um, what films have you been watching? Um, so I watched, finally, when I don't know when this came out, but I watched the new Harley Quinn film, Birds of Prey. <laughs> um, Hilarious. So, and the reason why it took me so long to watch this is because I genuinely didn't understand why they made this film um I felt like it was absolutely pointless and there was no point like I've just said the same thing twice but that's how much of a non-factor I thought this film was going to be um until I sat and watched it and I was like hmm this one's for the girlies this one's for the girls of the boomer systems okay I'm not even kidding, but maybe, but do you know what? It's one of the ones where like, maybe it was so low. It was so low in my mind. Yeah. Like I literally, I genuinely thought this one was going to be in the gutter. Hmm. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I agree. And you know, and then seeing, and then seeing Journey Smollett again, I'm like, this chick is everywhere, dog. Working, working. (laughs) This chick is everywhere. I was like, what's going on, babe? Um, <laughs> but um, literally everywhere. Um, so yeah, so that was that was interesting. Okay. Sorry, I thought... So, okay, I prejudged you. I thought you were going to turn around and say you loved the film to bits. I feel, maybe nah. you, ended up in, you ended up in the same place I did, which is I thought it was going to be bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah, that's that's the take. It wasn't bad. Yeah, so. yeah. It was, it was quite interesting. Um... And I, I, I giggled. I giggled quite a bit. It was quite funny. Mm. Um, and I liked the use of um, graphics. 
I actually, I actually quite, I quite liked that. Yeah. Um. No, I didn't hate it. I didn't Ooh. hate it. Fair. So that was that was a good time. Um, I also watched half of After Young. Now, After Young is a twenty four film, and so obviously when I hear a twenty four, I'm like, it's lit. Say no more. Buy the ticket. I'm going. Yeah, it's on site. Like, I don't have to think about this. Also, it has. Obviously, I don't know names, so this is going to be silly now. But J- Jody, 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 Jody Foster, who, no, Jody Turner, Jody Turner, who was in um, Queen and Slim. Yeah, Jody Turner. And then it has some other guy in it. Helpful. <laughs> um, Jody Turner Smith, Justin H. Min, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, some other guy. Yes, simply. Um, so it had Colin Farrell in it, and it had um, Jodie Turner Smith. And basically, the story is that like they have this adopted, um, they've adopted this like Asian daughter essentially, um, and they have a robot. Ooh. Um, but but we're in we're in a time where like robots literally look human, right? Um, the robot is called Yang. Something happens to Yang. So the film is called After Yang, basically. And how like the family is is dealing with Yang and his not being there. Mm. Um, now, the film remains unfinished. Why? Why does it remain unfinished, Queenie? Because if we're talking about slow burners, my friend, my friend, we couldn't even strike the match. Mm. Darling... I was literally watching it like, when are we getting to the good part? Mm. Maybe I'll finish it. Maybe I won't. At this point, I don't really understand what what the ending will give me because it just seems like a nothing film. I'm sorry, A24, if you were listening, but I just don't get it. Um, And to be fair, and then I did go and read reviews afterwards, which is so strange for me anyway especially mm. considering I haven't finished a film, but a lot of people are saying, we're sharing like, my sentiments and saying that like, um, that it fizzles basically into nothing. Like you think you're getting somewhere and then it's like yeah. nothing. It's a very sure. simple film, um, which I guess is just not what I expected. Given like the cast and like giving, given the marketing and stuff, I was like, mm, this is really not what I thought. But yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, I watched The High Note, um, which is a film with Tracy, I was going to say Tracy Turnblad, but that's hairspray. Um, Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross, Dakota, the one from Fifty Shades of Grey. It also has your man from Waves in it, as in like, um, not Sterling Brown, the guy with the blonde hair in Waves. Haven't seen it. You have? Waves. I haven't seen it. It's on my list. Oh, well, the guy, you know the guy I'm talking about. No? Okay. Yeah, but... He's, anyway, anyway. Another film that I thought was going to be in the gur. Like, I was just like, I don't know why Tracy's made this film. Like, just stick with Blackish and you'll be fine. Like, you'll still make the, royalty, the royalties from Blackish. Like, you'll be okay. The film was so good, but it's singing. It has, it has some music in it. It's not a musical, but it has some singing in it. Um, so I know you're not going to like it. Nope. But me, nope. personally, nope. I 
loved it. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. So I would recommend that for people who like music. Yeah, right after that, I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'll, ch- I'll, I'll watch the trailer, but then it's already a, a tall order. The trailer doesn't really do it justice, I'm not going to lie, because when I watched the trailer, I said, what is this? Well, then, I, I, then I don't know. <laughs> but then bearing in mind, like, it also came out in 2020, and it was like, it was like, mm, are you just like, what? what is this for kind of thing? But mm. now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh, actually, I would have really appreciated watching it then. But yeah. anyway, um, what are you planning to watch next week? Um, well, Nope finally comes out next week in the UK. So I'm going to get around to watching that. haven't seen any sort of reviews or any sort of in-depth um, I haven't really seen anything from the film to be honest. Like intentionally, yeah. I know you're the same. Intentionally avoiding content where possible. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to finally seeing that. Um, I don't anticipate it's going to be better than Us or Get Out. To be honest, so you're not anticipating for it to be better. No, I saw, I saw annoying. I saw murmurs from people talking about where they rank it in the George Jordan Peele uh, discography, and <laughs> so. Uh, but I, I, I'm looking forward to watching it though. Like for game rank, I'm just looking forward to watching it. Um, what about you? Um, I'm looking forward to watching Bullet Train, which actually comes out tomorrow. Um, yes, can't wait. Yeah, so Bullet Train with um Brad. Oh man, I got everyone. I got Brad Pitt. Got Brian Tyrese Henry. I was gonna say Bradley Cooper. What was I gonna say? Bradley Cooper. Got, that, that film has everyone in. Yeah. It has my babes from um, Angus Dongs and Perfect Snoggin. Aaron. Joey King? No, Aaron Taylor. Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Wow, he was the love of my life when I was like 13. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Got got everyone. So looking forward to that. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats, yeah. It looks like a really exciting, thrilling film. Mm. Um, So that that should be a good watch. I'm seeing that on Sunday. Mm hmm. Um, and I hope it's as good as I think. I hope I haven't, you know, oversold it in my head. Um, but it's been advertised for months, and mm-hmm. like, I've been excited for it since like maybe April. Um, it looks incredible. So I'm hoping yeah. it, it's I wonder what the... it to be in my head. Yeah, the budget for it is at 86 million, so a decent chunk of money involved. But there's been so much marketing. Marketing, typically the rule is you double the budget, so maybe the total budget is 172 million. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I've, I, I saw a TikTok recently actually um, saying that for that, like, you know when um, Robert Downey Jr. was in um, Spider-Man, not No Way Home, the one before that. Mm-hmm. No, that is No Way Home. Wait. Homecoming. Homecoming, when when Robert Downey Jr. was in that, for like the eight seconds that he was on, he got paid ten million. So yeah. you saying eight million now? I'm like, that's not even a lot. But obviously, then you doubled it. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm understanding yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And even Greyman had a budget of two hundred mil apparently. So like, these are expensive what films. What did the Greyman? The Grey? Huh? Mm. Yeah, expensive film. Netflix put a lot of money into that. They are. Trying to create, we're in the age of IPs, you know, everyone, everything has to be an IP, like intellectual property these days because of Marvel, you know, you have to turn it in one film into eight, you know, you got everything has to like a sequel, sequel yeah. attached to it. So big, big money. Um, But yeah, that's everything. Queenie, it's been a lot. I am so, so, <laughs> so, so tired. And there's so many things I need to get around to 
watching. Um, we're going to take a little break from the podcast. Uh, we've been doing a lot of recording over the last few months and wanted to take some time to, you know, recenter, reconfigure, um, and then just continue to build this platform. So um, this will be the last video or last weekly breakdown we do for a minute. But yeah. do you follow the socials and the YouTube on the Critics Pod? Yeah. Uh, we'll still yes. be around. We'll still be posting. Uh, we'll be with you soon. Sure. Peace. <laughs> That's so enthusiastic. <laughs> All right. Peace, peace, peace. See you soon. <laughs>